0: Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K Fave Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know It All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined, as always, by the K. cast Lush. Cat, yeah, how are you doing, bro? Hey,
1: now I am doing fantastic. How about you, Daniel? Are you Here. ready for yes. in your house?
0: Twenty-five Woo! years later, we're doing in your house NXT. Oh. Um, man, I'm so excited about the dude. I like. It. What a barn burner of a show, right?
1: I would just, you know, one of the main things I was thinking, like, this is something I would have come up with if I was running, (laughs) open one up for the working man. What? More tequila. (laughs) What? More beer. Uh, What? Oh, hell yeah. Um, No, but this is something that, like, if they just said, hey, Cass, you can run the next year WWE, this is, like, one of the first things I would do, like, bring back the original IC title. I yeah. would bring back fireworks. I would do yep. in your house. Like yep. this is I wonder who if this was like Sean or or Hunter. It was or the like,
0: D-O-double-G. It was his uh, suggestion. Was it? Yeah. Was
1: it? So, oh, that's so, cool. So, okay.
0: So, the three, because they're the, like, it's pretty much Dog, uh, Sean, and Hunter. Yeah. Like, they're the, the creative force behind NXT right. and NXT UK. So, right. um, Road Dog was well, I was, was thinking on.
1: maybe it was one of the young guys, like, like uh, who were our age that loved in your house. So I was like, oh, hey, like Adam Cole or somebody? Yeah. I like, hate, hey, yeah. we would love, it, but maybe, you know.
0: So, apparently, the story is this is literally the 25 year, like, almost close to the 25 year anniversary. Uh, and it was. Uh, tri- Triple H wrestled on the show and Sean versus Jeff Jarrett with the roadie and it was his, his yeah. debut so all yeah. three of them I were on that. the show I and it was roadie's deb- oh, debut so right. yeah and, and they all got a little shine there too they had their little uh, their little nostalgia moment where Sean's doing like the pecking keyboard thing like that, right. that old gif oh, it was, was like perfect part. it was just was awesome. it was so good man so good um, yeah but we're gonna get into the show here but before we do just like we do every week Cass, did you get any solid feedback on last week's show? The top ten greatest feuds of all time? Top ten greatest feuds? You won't believe this.
1: Okay, I'm ready. Brett the Hitman Hart. He called me. He told me he got screwed. Um. He doesn't ever want to listen to the show again. It's the first time ever you're going to hear it. I always come with great feedback. I come with great news. I'm have to. i sadly going to report. I know it's kind of a surprise, but Brett, cry, he was crying he said we screwed him, and then he just said, Sean, uh, uh, and he said you, and he couldn't believe that I said F Brett, and I, I didn't apologize. I did not apologize for that. So that's what I, what, did you get anything back on that one? On the uh, show? Uh,
0: yeah, of course, of course. I get, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm the only one that ever checks the Twitter, so uh, yes, it is It is pretty much yeah. me, uh, if, if you're, if anybody anyway, out there in uh, I'm in a like Sean, line,
1: I'm like Sean with the keyboard when it.
0: yeah. But yeah, I got some, I got some, it was a pretty mixed bag. I think that we got more responses on, on social media period from this show than a lot of them. But I mean, when you do something so polarizing as a top 10 feuds, like people are going to have their own opinion naturally, you know? So like, um, I think I was right.
1: Number one is everybody agrees on number one.
0: Oh no, we got a lot of hate on that. A lot of hate on
1: that. for sure. They just don't know what they're Uh, talking about, but keep listening, please. What what, what were you right on? Mr. Know-it-all? Of course you were right. What was it?
0: Uh, I well, I put I put Champa and Gargano in there, and I got a couple replies oh. saying, like, yeah, you know, of course, there's some younger listeners here, so that's fair. And But that's why we got burned. You know, we put so much on Shawn Michaels, and, I, you know, I got a couple tweets that were like, Shawn's overrated and blah, 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 and I was, like, blocked. So, no, I actually didn't block you, though. That's not yeah. true. Um, but you're wrong. I mean, just I yep, know you're still listening, wrong. and I can tell you right now you're absolutely wrong. He is the greatest yeah. of all time. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, and- though. I think it was a great show. If you missed that one, be sure to be sure to check it out in the the archives
1: called Shawn Michaels and Daniel's not even going to talk. I'm going to rant for two hours straight on why Shawn Michaels Michaels is the
0: greatest. Thank God that is not true at all. That's not what we're doing, Um, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So I just want to start off with a little pre-show. First of all, I think NXT does better pre-shows than literally any other brand in all of professional wrestling, including AEW. It's only half an hour. They have, like, more of a – it feels more like an ESPN pregame. Like, when you're getting ready for Monday Night Football, like, there's packages. But it seems like they're breaking things down in more of a sports-oriented way as opposed to just, like, um, being either all kayfabe or all shoot. I feel like they do a really good job of kind of blending things in. Anytime mm-hmm. Pat McAfee can be in there, too, it's always funny. Uh, he definitely brings yeah. more eyes to to the product as well. Um but yeah, man. I mean, just the way they totally embraced the nostalgia of the name during that pre-show was just fantastic. Really good stuff uh, for a pre-show. Um, you know, I, I would like to see at least one match, but if you have it 30 minutes, it's okay to not have one. So I'm I'm totally fine with that. Any other notes on the pre-show there, really?
1: I I'm at you. You really nailed it there. I actually like not having a match if you're going to have it short like that.
0: Yes. Okay. I like it
1: short like I like everything, and when it comes to wrestling and. And other places, you know what I mean? (laughs) Don't know what that means, but hello! Um, No, so I like it. I like the short with no... And exactly what you said, the blend. You gotta blend it. It's so weird when they go too much kayfabe, and then it's so weird when they don't do any kayfabe. So... If you do the right amount of blend, it, it just it, they do it perfect, and I love Pat McAfee like you said. But I, to to say one thing, you said that NXT does it better than WWE or WWE than Raw, SmackDown, or even AEW. NXT does almost everything better than all those brands. If that's if we're true. Just being that's true. That's even totally true. Even all the way down to their belt design and their pay per view names. Totally true. They went with in your house, and why the hell did it take twenty five years bringing that back? I don't know, but um, that's uh. All I got to say about that. And yeah, I man,
0: uh, I, I agree totally. No. I mean, I mean, AEW and NXT. Like, I, I will catch highlights, and if something um, pops up that's really attractive in Raw or SmackDown, then I will watch it. But for the most part, I don't really miss NXT or AEW. Those are the two shows that I watch on a regular basis, still. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's move right over to the main card. And man, I feel like we literally just said this on the show about how amazing it would be to have the man himself. Big Todd Pettengill kicks off. I lost my mind, Cass, dude. I lost my mind, dude. My butt cheeks were sweating. It was insane. Oh, it was insane. I, like, I, I, got, I stood up peed. immediately when I heard his voice. It was amazing. I went up to you. I, went up to you. I peed. Oh, I yeah, peed. you peed. You peed yourself? I
1: definitely peed. You got some peed. yellow
0: socks after that?
1: I, I, I texted you. I think I texted you, oh, my God, Todd Pettengill. is yeah. one sort of the best things. And his voice just was perfect
0: I mean, and they was... did the whole thing too with the uh, the open which was like the revolutionary yes. force in sports and entertainment i was like what is this this is so amazing oh i loved it dude i marked out so hard for this dude yeah. this open package alone with todd pettengill is six stars bro six yeah. stars for nostalgia That's... and for good quality like absolutely loved it amazing um the band my like, jam no, that... dude. Dude, and honestly, the band playing wasn't bad. Like, I didn't mind it because it was like right after a package. There's not a big crowd there. So it kind of worked out. Now, showing them in the crowd later, that was really dumb. Didn't like that idea at all. Uh, But having the band play, I thought was kind of cool. It kind of worked out. Um, What did you think? Any, Any other notes on that open? Man, I just, it's like
1: that's everything I love is doing throwbacks and nostalgia. And I always come up with ideas. Um, uh, uh, for wrestling, obviously nobody gives a shit what my ideas are, but I always think about like having showback, uh, show throwback shows where, you know, you do the, uh, they've done a little bit of this where you do the old ring and, you know, people yeah. who have old gimmicks, red, maybe, white, and blue ropes and stuff. Yeah. yeah they yeah. did that one time. And then, but I think you should go even further. Like, uh, you know, uh, football does throwback baseball does throwback. Um, you know, uh, even NASCAR does throwback where, you know, if somebody's wrestling that had an old gimmick in the indies that everybody knew about, they kind of come out as them or, and, it, you know, yeah. I know some of it, there's issues with ownership of the gimmick and yeah, all that, but there's a lot of people property, who. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot who they own their own gimmick, and I don't know. It just it would be cool to see, just even if you didn't call them the name, they dressed up. I, maybe they're camp, yeah, Maybe they can legal, still call them like I,
0: I, Finn Balor, but it could be Prince Devitt or whatever. You know what I mean? I think
1: yeah. a cool throwback show would every night, like once a year, in its free on Raw or something. I think that's a great idea that they've never really capitalized on because every sport does it because fans love nostalgia. This hit it on the head of nostalgia. I mean, just Todd Penge's voice was was freaking perfect, dude. I, I just I, I dude, couldn't believe I it. My plan, my plan was to not watch it live like I was doing something else. And I was like, oh, OK, I'm, I'll watch it on network later. And and Nick, uh, you know, Nick, our yeah. buddy, Nick, yeah. Igno Morello texted me and said, Todd effing pedigree. Pet- Todd effing Pettigrew and I, I, I immediately stopped what I was doing and turned it on and was like, oh my god, I'm
0: freaking out. So, yeah. yeah. It,
1: it, it sucked me in and just, yeah, so good. so yeah.
0: good, good way to tie everybody into even if you yeah. didn't get, the cool part is, is like, the even if you're a younger fan hours. and you don't know, like, it was it was still a good open. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like yeah, even, yeah. If, even if he's, even if you had no, if that's the first time you'd ever seen Todd Pettigrew then he still did a great job. He knocked it out of the park. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean speaking of nostalgia too, like dude, why would they especially in the t- time during the quarantine, you know they're doing that Intercontinental Championship uh, tournament right now. Like why wouldn't they just use the King of the Ring for that? You know what I'm saying? Like that would be awesome. Like just do it that way. I know. It's but, a
1: per- that's a perfect quarantine match. That oh, that's really a yeah. great idea, Daniel. That's a great idea. I you know, you call yourself Mr. Know-it-all. The past couple of weeks I've been kind of wondering if we
0: should if we should call you that,
1: but Hey, I'm going to give it to you this week. I redeem
0: myself. I redeem myself. You totally redeemed yourself. Well, here. let's see if this first match can redeem itself from our grades here. We got a six man tag or six woman tag, I'd, I'd say. Uh, on one side, you got Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox, and Mia Yim, the baby faces, versus Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae, the dastardly heels. Oh, man. Um, I think I'm going to yeah. let you take the reins on this one, actually.
1: All right, all right. Um, I was trying to get my notes in order, but sure, I'll go. No, I am ready for this one. Um, man, I don't keep track of like all the storylines that are going on, and I don't get to watch every week, so a little disclaimer there. But I, I you know, I, I try to keep a little bit of everything. So like everybody's sure. names, I might mess up or whatever. But I, I know a little bit, and you know, this was a big win for Knox. You know, she beats her former friend. Um, it was a pretty yeah. standard tag team match, especially for NXT, but. Hey man, a 6-man tag team, it's sometimes those could be rough. And I think this was good. I think it was a good a good match. You know, the heels won. Uh Yim, Knox, Blackheart, they all won. Um like I said, Knox got the, the win. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or yeah, vice versa, whatever it is. I thought it was a great opening match. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. What'd you think about it?
0: Well, since I was an absolute idiot and uh had not even had my mic plugged in the entire so, open. So, dip Oh, yeah, well, you know, I just, uh, my balls finally dropped. No, um, so, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for this one, for me, man, I got I to gotta kind of go the other way. Uh, to be totally honest, I feel like this is probably the worst match on the card. Uh, I was kind of glad it was first, though. Um, I mean, I will say that they started out hot, and the work between Kai and Knox was good. Um, I, I just don't, I can't buy Shotzi Blackheart. I, I mean, I know that she's got green hair, and she's punk rock or whatever, and, like, that's, like, her vibe. But, like, I just don't think that she's been good in the ring at all or at least not even anywhere close to ready i think the only reason why she's on tv is because she's punk rock and has green hair um and again that's maybe, just maybe. For the character the character again we don't slam personal people here i'm sure she's a very nice person but hey, i just don't like the gimmick and i don't think her in-ring work is uh up to par um it just feels forced and Candice LeRae is i i mean how long do you have to be in developmental? And uh, she still can't take a flat back properly. I just don't, I mean, Ooh. I, 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 I know that she's married to Johnny wrestling and I love Gargano. And again, dude, she might be a fantastic person. This is not a personal thing. She's just not a good wrestler. I mean, she's just not, it is what it is. So uh, are you not- speculating that maybe
1: she's where she's at because of her connections and that she's, I'm serious. I, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm it, not it, saying I, you're wrong. I'm saying that
0: it doesn't hurt her in this position for sure. sure, sure. I can't say that that's the only reason. um, mm-hmm. But it feels like it's the only reason. Right. Right. I don't know well enough because I'm not on the inside. We're not, and, we're
1: not you know. there. I'm, yeah, not I'm not saying I'm not. it in like you're wrong. I'm literally yeah. I'm
0: I'm but I, mean, yes, I would absolutely I didn't even know they were dating to be honest. Though. Yeah, they're married. So like John. you know it's, it's the whole thing. Oh, they're so.
1: married?
0: Wow. Yeah, they're married.
1: Yeah, i watch yeah. every week, guys.
0: Yeah. Oh. So I mean the dive spots in those match in this match were just absolute trash though. Like not a single one of them was good and I just hate that spot where it's like one dive after the other after the other after the other. It's like yeah well, Why does everybody stand in a group? Why are we all getting up at the same time? It doesn't make any sense. Like, let's just keep it rolling. Uh, But, yeah, man, I I felt like Mia Yim looked great uh, in the match for sure. Uh, Tegan Knox looked great, had a lot of fire. Um, But, I mean, but is just so sloppy that she just kind of devalued some of their work. Uh, I will say that the finish was good. It was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. And the finish kind of saved the match to me. I gave it two stars, so I didn't absolutely hate it. It wasn't the worst match I'd ever seen, Um, you know. Compared
1: think, to, go ahead. I'm, oh, I was just going to say, I think what you're right. What mostly I liked about it was the finish and that the fact that they kind of made it the story that they were telling and that they've been telling with Knox and Dakota, it, it, it felt like the heel team was going to win. It felt like the momentum was on the heels and then Knox getting the win was kind of not a swerve for me, but it was like, a, Oh, look at that. And, Everybody who is watching NXT, even a little bit like me, knows about what's going on with the the friendship thing. So, um, but then again, it may be something that could. have – Why did it happen now? You know, I I so I I actually liked it though. I think it was kind of like because of that swerve aspect for me. while, I kind of liked it a little bit m- sure. more. Not I mean I, I'm, I swerve lightly. I guess it's not swerve, but personal for me. Like I thought it was going one way. And then that happened, and it was like, oh, a pleasant surprise. So, yeah, I'm about the same way, a C, you know, yeah. C-plus for an C. open.
0: I'd say a solid C, maybe ac uh, go C-minded. I'm going to go C-plus. I thought okay. it was a
1: good open. All Especially, right, we're, we're a little off got on six, it. You do the six-man tag, a six-woman tag, and yeah. all those people involved. Get more people involved in the pay-per-view. That's a good way of doing it. And they didn't, you know, crap the bed. I'll, yeah. I liked it.
0: Yeah, and then uh, then we had a little ice cream cookie commercial with a friggin' like, Lord Alfred Hayes uh, like impersonator ah! or whatever. But it sounded just like him. Uh, another big pop moment for me. Uh, and the package they put together for Damian Priest versus uh, Finn Balor was really good. I thought they did a really good job with Great production, package. as always. Yeah. Literally no yeah. one else on Earth is ever going to touch WWE packaging for their yeah. storylines. It's just never going to be... And yeah. no one can beat that ever. They're getting uh, top
1: top of the line, top yeah, graduates, top. top yeah. They're getting everybody who's at the top of their game. It, they're going to get, you know, it's, they're going to go to either the NFL um, or all the top people you know, WWE is getting those same top of the line. Production, yeah,
0: Absolutely. And speaking of top of the game, to me, you know, we've been very critical of Finn Balor over the years, but to me, this is the top of the game. As far as yes. Finn Balor goes, a yes. uh, hot start, Balor got the upper hand early. Uh, And then Priest kind of dominated the majority of the match, but Balor sold it well. Um, It was a classic style match, too. You could definitely tell it fit. There was some of those late 90s, like more emotion uh, and make the high spots mean more. But both guys Mm -hmm. are very capable, too. Both guys are super athletic. I mean, we've been, we've been, our critical side of Finn Balor is that sometimes it does look too much like ballet. It's too smooth to the point where there's not enough aggression and enough edge and enough actual violence in order for me to wrap my head into the fact that it might be a fight. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, but I feel like he definitely has it now. I mean, what, well, I don't know what switched in him, but he has the aggression back. He has the fire back for sure. Uh, and Priest is kind of a nostalgia machine, too, with, like, the, chup, the super choke slam thing was awesome and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to use, like, old school, like, 90s moves. Um, it's just it, – it shows that he's a student of the game for sure. It shows that this is why Scott Hall is, like – this is, like, his pet project kind of kid guy. Yeah. And you could tell in, the, in his outfits and the way he moves and his kind of in-ring style totally is very much outsiders, quote-unquote-esque. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, Balor, to me, really put this guy over as a single star tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a really good match. Uh, Balor had a strong pushback against him, like, for sure, too, in the title picture. Man, really, really solid match. Damian Priest 100% won my respect, for, for sure, in that match. I gave it three and a half stars, solid B+, plus, maybe an A-minus. Um it got a little long in spots. There were a couple little wonky mm-hmm. places that didn't completely wrap me in, and the commentary could have been better, too.
1: Yeah, man. I think it's a special skill for a guy like like Balor in this match to get a guy over um, as that person that you're getting over is losing. So, Balor won, but he still got that guy over. That's a, that's a skill of, you know, when you're on that level. And it just—I still love seeing Balor on NXT— and I, we all thought it was a good idea we we loved it when he went there and it's proving to be a good idea the yeah. greatest thing for Finn Balor he looks better than he's ever looked he kind of used to be one of those guys that everybody was into and i've always liked him i've always liked yeah. finn balor but there was something that wasn't there whether it was the aggressiveness or but it yeah. was almost the feeding. He wasn't doing like real like indie feeding, but he had an indie style to him. Yes, that, for sure. That indie style is cool, but you're not gonna be the best. You're not gonna be Shawn Michaels with the indie style, but you yeah. need a little bit of that. But with more the the WWE style, I don't know. You gotta mix it, and I think now he's figured it out. I don't know you how need to the articulate it. Physical ability
0: it. and the ability to know yeah. when to not use it.
1: I don't exact I don't know how to articulate it perfectly, but maybe that's it, man. And the aggressiveness of this match, like you said, a fight. I mean, dude, it was. It, it looked like a fight. It was so physical from the from the moment the match started. Uh, you know, it starts with the aggressive, stiff chops by Balor. They go outside of the ring. That's another thing. It almost looked like. You know, it was like a Shawn 1995 match. Everybody loves when I talk about Shawn Michaels. Here we go. It was a yeah, Shawn yeah. Michaels nights. They're using the steel uh, steps and I just simple stuff on the outside of the ring. You don't have to make it crazy. And then, I don't know, just yeah. very physical, like I said. Solid amount of time, too. Yeah, exactly. Back and forth. Um, you know, stiff by both of them. Priest yeah. looked great. Um, and, and and Balor, like I said, it's looking better than he ever looked. Uh, Balor looked like a a veteran, like a ring general, like he might have, yes, like he yeah. was not carrying. I'm not saying he was carrying Priest, but he still was the guy in charge, and he was the reason the match got yeah. an A for me. It was because okay, wow. of Balor, but yeah, I, I think they both it, were. You gotta have a, a partner to dance with, as they always say. But I, I it's this is just mainly just I'm su- not surprised because I knew Balor was great, but he's getting to that other level, and yeah. it just shows. Uh, the smarts of the people behind the scenes to put him in NXT, whether he really wanted to do that, whether yeah. he got forced, who knows, and I don't care, but whoever, it, it, it it's working. Yeah. To,
0: to well, I mean, on. I mean, on, on, as, as far as the transition back to NXT, uh, you know, I, I did listen to recently that Road Dog podcast with Corey Graves or whatever. And he said that now it's it's instead of like, like there are some guys that are getting, getting called up. Your boy, Matt Riddle, is getting called up. He's going to be on the main roster. It's already happening. So, like, yeah. um, it's, it's like it's been out there. It's been released. It's happening. But they're not. It's not the, like NXT is not developmental anymore. It is a brand. They have a developmental still at the PC. And there's still right. several wrestlers that don't make it to NXT TV because they just aren't good enough. And they right. work, they'll work the house shows or whatever. Um, but he was saying now it's going to be a talent exchange. That's why we saw Bray Zango came, come back and Finn Balor and Charlotte right. Flair. So like, that's how it's going to be when somebody goes up there, there's going to be other people from SmackDown and Raw come down. It. And I think that's, that's great. I think yeah. it's great for everybody's career. It's going to be very much more like uh, talent trading, which I feel like should be. I, I mean, that's, that's the best way. Um, so that way you yeah. don't feel like any, I don't feel like it's never a step down, which yeah, you don't true. want if you're trying to really build a brand, you know?
1: Yeah, Triple H has always expressed that from like the beginning of his interviews. His goal yes. was always to make them legitimate and another brand. But the difference is, is Vince has he probably still has control, and he, even if if oh, they definitely. get bigger, he'll he'll get even more control, which kind of sucks. But what Triple H has always kind of. Express was this is a, a third separate brand, which is great for everybody. It's great for wrestling. It's almost like a separate company that Vince doesn't really have control, but he wanted yeah. to, to always make it a third brand. It's, yeah. like, the, it's like the ECW project that it, if you let Paul Heyman... work. it worked. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, except they didn't give it... the. It's like the ECW thing, except Vince wasn't... His nose wasn't stuck in it like it was yeah. with ECW. And yeah. now... Yeah, it's other people other than Vince and getting to make it different because it's so similar to AEW with the nostalgia. I always say AEW always is taking the great things that WWE did in the 80s and 90s that we love and they mash them together with the new stuff. NXT kind of does the same thing. That's why people love NXT and AEW. It's yeah. nostalgia and in reusing old stuff that worked. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's all i got to say about that. Yeah, man. I mean, heck, this, man?
0: this is just a great example, too. Like, one more thing. This is a great example for, like, a lot of the marks being like, well, you know, you can't you can't get Damian Priest over if then won the match. It's like, dude, at the end of the day, like, Priest got over yeah. and Valor won. That's how you get yeah. someone over and still go over. That you happens all the like, time. Yeah. Yes, it does. But people act like it doesn't. Like, like doing a job buries somebody. That's, and that's not a burying.
1: List. Yeah. No, that's, I agree. that's him having a great match with a veteran, and then the veteran saluting him afterwards. Yes. That's not ba- Sometimes you got to lose. Sometimes yes, the greatest – lose. Too. the Saints lose football sometimes. It's rare. Sometimes the great the great teams, the great men lose. Oh. You
0: know, man, this is where I would say something about the Patriots, but I fear that our time in the sun is a little – Hey, now. Um, yeah, but moving on, who knows <laughs> his time in the sun is still just beginning, and that's yeah. Adam Cole doing an ICO Pro commercial, and it was absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. Just a, just a nice little funny ha-ha. It wasn't too long. It was I short forgot and sweet. about that. Yeah. Uh, it was great. And then the Lee and Gargano package was really damn good. I mean, good amount of, they kind of use that old in your house like package style too with like the colors, like the filters on the video. I thought that was cool, a cool way to incorporate a current angle but use the theme of the pay per view in there as well, Um, or the network special, whatever we call them these days. But yeah, the next matchup here is Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, if you will, versus the Limitless, but asking his glory. Keith Lee, the NXT North American champion.
1: Championship.
0: Man, um, I feel like the match was felt early to me. Like when it came on third, I was like, really? Like third? Like, yeah. uh, okay. I mean, okay. there was
1: only, what, six matches? So, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Still. I guess it is the mid-card title. I mean, if that's how you want to look at it. I don't know. I felt like it could have been a little bit later, but whatever. We'll Gargano get there.
1: does seem a little like he's kind of more over than a lot of people. So. Yeah, he's a ma- he's a main event guy. Main I think that's event, what you're feeling. Sure. Like a lot of people are watching to see him, and then he see goes on in the middle. But hey, yeah. it is what it is. It's he's the worker. So
0: true, the, true, very true. This is their. This guy. is this North American Championship is is essentially their workhorse championship for NXT. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love Lee and, and Gargano, but I really don't buy Gargano as a heel. I just don't feel like he's that believable. Uh, he doesn't really just feel like a bad guy. Like he's just, he's been such a good baby face during that whole run that it just doesn't, it feels really forced to me. Um, I mean, he's a fantastic wrestler and he can work in the ring. I felt like he did good heel work, but his heel persona, I just don't buy. It just doesn't make sense to me. I feel like this is what it would look like if you tried to make Ricky Steamboat a heel. This is what it would look like. He'd be great in right. the ring. He'd be able to deliver in the ring. And he would try his hardest. I mean, he would be passionate, but it's just not there. He's a good—you want to root for him. He is an underdog. He is Johnny Wrestling. I mean, it's just—it's too—he's he's a babyface, period. That's I mean, that's just what he is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. I mean, it just—I don't know what else to say about that. But, I mean, Lee is absolutely no, killing yeah. As a baby face. And I feel like he, I mean, in in this situation, it should be, you know, I guess Gargano just kind of has to play that role. Uh, And the selling in the match from both guys was absolutely fantastic. That's what I noticed. They let their spots breathe. They're both incredibly athletic, but they let their spots breathe. I'll say that one more time. They let it breathe, dude. That's a huge thing. The selling in the match was fantastic. The back and forth was great. Uh, It was a solid amount of time. But it wasn't too long, so hats off to both guys for that to make it not ever drag, not one moment. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic show thus far too. Uh, this far in here, in here, into the, the network special, uh, mm-hmm. the bump through the wall was insane. Uh, it's it's modeled after that Cole bump, but it was it was great and it was unexpected. Uh, the the interference made yeah. sense and added to the match. It all made sense, uh, and it gave a couple of really great ball finishes. Uh, man, Lee gets the upper hand and gets the win, and I loved it. Gargano just isn't as strong as a heel. That's the only reason why this match wasn't a full five stars to me, but it was a solid four star match. Uh, bell to Bell, very, very good.
1: Yeah, man. I, I just you hit on a lot of points there that I, I'm going to agree with. So I don't want to I don't want to harp on it too much, but this was, you know, back to Gargano being a heel thing. It was. I, I didn't even realize he was supposed to be a heel, and then I realized it, and it was like, oh shoot, he's a heel. So, kind of to your point, it's like he's not really, he's not really a great heel. But there's he's just been times. so
0: established as a babyface. Yeah. The
1: problem. Yeah, and, and and but even on like even WWE like main roster, this has happened. With I hate to bring up Shawn again, but like sometimes it's like guys just go heal for a month just for the storyline. And it's always kind of like silly feeling like well, yeah. they're just going to heal.
0: Like another. on Sean's return when he would just go heal to like face Hogan or just go right. heal to face. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. It's kind of like that. It, it, Flair you know, or
0: whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, it, and it's one of those things if, if he really is going to be heal, I thought he should have won kind of with, like, the, the yeah. first match. It was, like, where I was yeah, I feeling... I thought should have won this one, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it I, I really related to the first six-man tag match where I thought it made more sense in the story to make the heel win, to make the momentum for the heels, and instead you're just squashing it so early and just so... I don't know, just kind of was, like... I guess it's good for Lee, and Lee looked great, and I mean it worked out, well, and it was bad. It is, it, is but bad. it isn't.
0: I mean, because to me, Keith Lee is the guy, the guy that finally dethrones Adam Cole. To me, that's believable. Sure. It makes sense. He's over enough. I yeah. feel like that's yeah, and this that's is the, the start to it. I yeah. Mean, so to me, put Johnny over. He's the new North American champion. Where's Keith Lee gonna go? You know what I'm saying? Like.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and then also to start off, shout out to Keith Lee. He got that Black Lives Matters tights. Dude, I thought love that was yeah, really cool. Um, I thought it was a good match. Selling was one of my main, my main points here. Gargano got a lot of offense. Um, most of the match surprisingly to the big man, but then the big man kind of, you know, kind of get, got his comeback. Um, like, I like the old school heel cheating by Gargano, you know, and, yes. and that's what I like. That's what I meant about when I was like, who brought the, uh, um, in your house thing. Um, was it one of these young guys? Because I feel like they just have that nostalgia yeah, in them. they so do. So it's like, they you do. know, and, and that's why I kind of have that thought. And you see it here. You know, he used the key to the eye. And you just... They, yeah. they all... Oh, yeah. All these young guys in NXT and AEW, they're just... And it makes sense because that's how I would be if I was if I was great enough to be a wrestler. Totally. I'd, I'd be trying to bring back like Cody. Cody was the one who brought back the old IC title. I know I brought that back. Yeah, I brought that. And I mean, up Owens
0: before. doing the stunner now too. Right. I mean, come it,
1: on. Yeah, I mean, just these are guys I love. And then uh, the guy, and then and Sean and them, they were doing stuff that Bruno and Flair did that we love. Yeah, you know,
0: it's totally. Yeah. It's
1: just supposed. Now we just realize it more because we're getting old. Um, you're an old son, bitch yeah, if you ask me. But yeah, <laughs> Uh, to wrap this up, man, sorry. Awesome, awesome. The Lee's body check, just checking him into the plexiglass, yeah. like straight-up hockey style, just yeah. right into the plexiglass was awesome. Um, and, yeah, Lee gets that's the gonna win. Be on a spot, the
0: that's going to be a spot yeah. on, like, Raw or something. Like, they're yeah. going to use that at WrestleMania or something yeah. once he's on the main roster for sure. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I gave it a B because it was it got long. For me, it was it was the longest. Oh, I loved it.
0: I felt like they did a great yeah. job, like keeping up all finishes up. But man, I absolutely loved it. I gave it an A for sure. It's yep. not an A plus because again, like, but like you said, like using the key, like Bell to Bell, he can wrestle well as a heel too. Like he still can be a dirty oh, heel. Yeah. It's just his they it's just, just the character up. work. It's yeah, just they the built promos. Him up so yeah. much
1: to be of this baby face, and now you're like telling us he's a
0: heel, and it's like, wait, wait a wait. He should literally Seven. never be a heel. Literally never. Don't have because this. every time he, because even when he tries to be heel, it feels like when Balor, like, is now quote unquote, he's like more of a tweener, but he's trying to be that anti hero heel. Like, he's just cool. Like, people are, want to like Finn Balor. He's a beautiful right. man. Why would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, that's the It's not, I mean, Gargano's not a good looking dude, but he's just, he's so <laughs> relatable. He's so relatable. And he's so, like, he when he talks, it feels genuine and it's hard to hate that, even if it's a genuine message that's negative. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, uh, Because right, right. He, because he's still like a smart heel. So everything he's saying is technically true. Like, you right. know, so it's 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 hard, man.
1: It is hard. It is it's hard, hard to yeah. hate him.
0: But let's, yeah. but you know what? There's there's certain things that it's it's not hard to hate here. Um, uh, but before we get quite to that, there was another solid commercial for the cookie ice cream bars. I guess that is a good thing. Uh, and then there was a good package for Cole. Uh, And they start rolling into the parking lot brawl. And I have to say this is a mistake, man. Uh, This absolutely should be the final segment. And it absolutely should not have been cinematic. Like, to me, okay, we talk about this third brand. We talk about NXT being different. And then you give me a cinematic thing. Now, granted, granted, there was commentary. There wasn't, like, you know, butt rock nu metal playing on in the background with no commentary. Like, it's supposed to be a movie scene. Um, and they did try to shoot it more as a wrestling match, but I don't understand why this couldn't have happened in, in the arena, at least yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, uh, it just, it felt, uh, it, instead it was like, it should have been a barn burner, but instead it was half comedy and half cinematic fight. And that's just not good for these guys. I mean, I love both guys and they could have delivered a hundred percent in the ring. I, I was just so pumped for the actual match. And doing this robbed me of that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what really bothered me the most about it is that yeah. like I was so excited for this match, like the wrestling match, because these guys like they don't need these cinematics. You know what I'm saying? Like, like dude, okay, um, like Taker, Taker needed AJ, it, absolutely. And it, dude, it, yes, absolutely needed it. But this is just not like Even even the Money in the Bank thing, like I I understand it, the comedy part, the getting up there, we loved all yeah. of that stuff, like. Yeah. But when you're do stuff when you mix it in the ring too, that's why my favorite one of all time is still the Firefly Funhouse cuz it was all just cinematic and just like creepy story. It wasn't even a match, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that to me is what it's supposed to be. You don't these guys are wrestlers. This is NXT. You wrestle here. This is not this is this is this is not supposed to be this way. I did not like it yeah. at all. Um I was so hyped for it, but it just It wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't that he was even bad. If you compare it to the other cinematic things, it wasn't bad. It just, I was so let down because I wanted something else. So because Mm -hmm. of that, I gave it two stars. uh, So it tied that opening six man, just because like it, I mean, what they did was good. If that match, same match had been Mm -hmm. in the ring, it would have been 10 times better. And I would have enjoyed the, if they did the exact same things, but just shot and, and, and booked like an actual wrestling match, it would have been 10 times better. So I got to give it two stars for that, but what did you think about this uh, backlog all thing?
1: I, I couldn't even really give it a grade because it's edited. It's a cinematic yeah. thing. It's edited, so it's not fair to compare it to um, on the spot working, where you have to, you can't take a double take, and it doesn't. It's. I feel like this is the downfall of wrestling. I mean, if we keep getting more and more to this, where yeah. they feel obligated to do this every show, and I mean. It made sense before, but I just wish at this point it's overdone. At this point, it's overdone. Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW tried to do it and they did the worst job you could have ever done um, in their in their job at it. Um,
0: I, I just but the wrestling I, matches were great.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, but I, I just think it's something that we should quit doing. It's I feel like this is like a,
0: a bad thing overused. for. If you want to use it once every, even a couple times a year. If you want to use it like a big three type thing, like every now and then there's one of these throughout the year. I'm fine with that. But not
1: every month. I mean. No. Uh,
0: Yes. Absolutely not. It feels like a
1: slippery slope to go down.
0: Yeah. I fear like I fear that even when we, you know, even when the shows start happening again, they're gonna start to keep doing at least one of these matches.
1: It it might cost more money.
0: But like Edge. Protect right. people like Taker, protect people like maybe not great in the ring, but big huge characters. Like yeah. um, and that's that's scary. That is a slippery slope. I absolutely agree. I feel uh, like
1: it's a real slippery slope, dangerous to bring wrestling. I feel like that could everybody wants to talk about kill the business. Editing matches like that, I feel like is the biggest thing that'll Well kill we do the
0: officially we have November dates for AEW. They are selling tickets again for these November dates. So they're saying okay. in the fall it's is when we're gonna magic. start having normal things going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably where I'm at. You know, unless they're going maybe. to like Nebraska or something.
1: Maybe. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, man. I mean, what? Cole gets the win. Uh maybe I mean the uh, the only real note about it is Valveteen Dream really looks like he's probably getting called up soon. To, yeah, I guess he is. called Dream, up. Dream, and,
0: uh, Dream, Riddle and there's one more that's coming up. Um yeah. I can't remember. It might be Pete Dunn. I'm not sure.
1: Oh yeah, I think I have heard that.
0: I think I have heard um, that. But because either way. like
1: Gargano and, and Cole, they, they are good in a or in NXT right now. They should stay. They they're.
0: Well, Cole can't because no, mean Champa. You mean Gargano and Champa? Right, right. Sorry. Yeah, they're sorry, sta- sorry, they're sorry, staying sorry. forever. They, they, they've, they, they've they've, they've it. Yeah. said it several times. That's part of their contract. Like they they are, they can't be picked. If they like Champa was straight up like, if they tell me I'm coming up, that's my last day in WWE. Like I'm not. like I'm not leaving NXT. So it just makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean and we need those. So you need those staples, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can I can I go to the next thing that happened, which was Todd Pengill with his yes, dad yes. promo? Yes. And, and you touched on it earlier with Sean doing his old school computer thing, but you also had Hunter and uh the roadie back there. Oh. Man, this was an A plus plus. He was talk he was making fun of himself. He made fun of his wardrobe. He made fun of the nine hundred number. He I mean, it was just so great, so awesome. And I just loved it, and that was the worst beer open I've ever heard. Did what? you open them? Yeah, did, did it open? open it oh, I didn't even. I didn't what? Even to, what? Right, yeah, I mean, just a plus plus for the Todd Pet. Sorry, Daniel was opening up a beer, and I was really excited to go into Stone Cold. My terrible Stone Cold impression. I
0: know we uh, love it though. Love but it. uh,
1: yeah, Todd Pettingill. That's that was a, that was the best part of
0: the night. I think. Dude, dude more Todd and Pettingill is always a good thing. More it's Todd like, Pettingill. More, more Todd Pettingill is like. Please on hire. Him. Please, please yes. just put him on. Even if it's just Gee. on takeover, like just hire him, and make him grow out as his, his like '90s mullet, and make him wear that uh, '90s yeah. like tuxedo. And I'm yeah. happy. I'm yes. happy. Like I'm just, I'm happier than a puppy with two peters. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, speaking of, of things that are hard to beat, like a puppy with two peters. A-9. Um, let's jump on to match number five here. It's Tommaso Ciampa versus Kerry Cross. He was Killer Cross on the um on the Indies. Man, the intros for both guys were fantastic. Uh, the intros alone felt very WWE, felt very main event style for both guys. Um, and dude, Karrion and Cross looked like an absolute monster here. Scarlet Bordeaux is wicked hot. I love that pairing between them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that mm-hmm. whole package, that whole open they have together, that's gonna be big soon. I can't imagine Karrion and Cross is gonna be in NXT very long. I feel like he's gonna. He, I mean. He's already a built-in big gimmick guy, and he's huge, and he does that almost Undertaker-esque style thing, and I think that he could kind of fill that spot if they use him the right way, Uh, especially with Scarlett Bordeaux kind of playing a much more 2020 version of Paul Bearer, uh, so a little bit less gimmick heavy, but more like believable. You actually believe this dude's a psychopath, Um, but yeah, man, I mean. Dude, what else do you say? Ciampa just sold so, so well, too. It was a fantastic match. It was hard. Like, I didn't write a lot of meticulous notes, and when that happens, it's generally because it's an amazing match, and this was pretty damn good. Uh, It was, like, real brutality from both sides. Like, they were so stiff, and, like, there was no lack of violence in this match. And, you know, you kind of have to have that. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was—they did a good—I
1: mean, it was short and everything, but they— they gave a message for Cross that he, you know, yeah. I didn't expect Champa to. And the to shoot
0: miss- style finish too, with like, right. tr- you yeah. know, being like that submission I- and that's it. Like, I love that. I absolutely love.
1: Yeah, and you don't expect Champa to go out in in six minutes. I mean, he was like six minutes and and something and barely yeah. any offense by him, yeah. just dominated by Cross. Uh, Chompa took a nasty bump on the edge of the ring apron. I kind of didn't like that. It kind of like... Choke you,
0: slam thing? Yeah, like... It was like, you instead could, of the pop-up powerbomb on the apron, it was like a choke slam into yeah. the apron? Ugh! Like,
1: that's kind of like, we should probably learn from our, our elders and not do things like that, but hey, it is what it is. This is wrestling, so I'm not going to hate on it, but it did seem a little nasty. Um, yeah, dude, C- C- Cross just ran through him, and I think... I think my main thought was and I don't look that deep into the dirt sheets and everything, but my main thought was, oh, this dude's going this dude's going to raw. This dude's going to SmackDown. I mean, he's just yeah, he's a killer. He's he's somebody. And you know, size is still a big factor. Oh, of Vince, course. it don't matter if you're an of course. NXT. You're on, if what? you're on
0: network TV, if, if you're, you're pushing on the flagship,
1: you got yeah, to you gotta size, be big. Vince is going to say, "Hey, let me get that dude and I want I'm going to put him in in the main event." So if you can be big and work, you're going up fast and and he just right away oh, I was, no right away I was and like, "Man, hot, he's hot so he
0: like yeah. got a great mouthpiece."
1: They got a good thing going. Yeah, a, I think we're going to see a lot of them. They're going to be they're going to uh, they're a shooting star as they say. That they're, dude they're will going.
0: That dude will be on the main roster by WrestleMania next year. Uh, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He will be in the Royal Rumble. He will be in, a, in a, probably a pretty high spot. Yeah. Um, after
1: that after that showing, that was the message I got. I, yes. Unless something yes. really changes, he yeah. is destined. Yeah, dude. I mean, the bedrock of NXT at this spot. point
0: is Balor, Gargano, and Ciampa. And if you right. beat Ciampa in less than 10 minutes.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it was, it, Yeah,
0: they're trying to put, they're putting the rocket ship on you, bro. They're putting the rocket yeah, ship.
1: on you. They are definitely, I mean, and you know, you got to look at the main roster. You got AJ and and Daniels, uh, uh or Daniel, Daniel, Brian, uh, you need something new in there, whether he goes there and whether it's with AJ or what, just, they just need something new tossed in there like that. And he's the perfect guy, especially because of his size and being big. I think that's exactly, um, what just makes sense with where everybody's at right now um but definitely man and then i think we're at the uh we at the main event
0: already we are at the main event of the evening uh yeah man before we get there i just want to kind of run back down through the card though um since we're only doing one show at a time i feel like it's kind of fitting um absolutely loved 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 the pre-show yeah um all the way and that that whole opening package with uh with um with todd pettengill yeah, Shotzi Blackheart. You know the six-man women's tag. Not so much for me. I gave it, I think, a C minus. Cass gave it, I think, about a C plus. I gave it a C plus. I like it. Ice cream cookie commercial with the. It, I know it's probably That's fake, but the nostalgia hey, too. Thing, yeah, nostalgia. With the cookie, the, up the
1: ice cream thing because of the old ice cream. It's not the same thing. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 Damian Priest, Balor.
0: We both liked that quite Love a bit. That. Um, I gave it an A. I, I gave it a B plus, so we're we're pretty close there. Uh, Adam Cole doing the Ico Pro commercial. Incredible. Uh, the 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 Gargano and Lee package being done in the old in your house package style was also yeah. awesome, and the match itself gave it four stars, solid A from me. I think you were a B on it or B plus.
1: B plus, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're, we're we're getting man, we're getting close, we're getting close here. It's hard uh, enough to that you know we can't disagree when it's good, you know. I, I mean? agree. Yeah, I mean, hey guys, we're just we're honest here, and we don't. We don't script this thing because yeah, there are other podcasts we out there, just like, other hey, indie podcasts dude, like ourselves. where yeah. it's two Marks talking, and I know for a fact some of them script their shit. And yeah. I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say this. Dude, that's weak, bro. Yeah. Like, when you're trying to Do work a work
1: like of a— You like match, and I'm going to act like I don't yeah, like it. I, dude, if you're Gar- scripting
0: your podcast if, if, for a pro wrestling podcast, dude, stop, man. Yeah. Like, that's—stop. Stop. stop. And if you listen to I mean, podcasts like that, stop. That's that's ridiculous. It's
1: very obvious. It's very, it's very obvious.
0: obvious. Another thing was very obvious. Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream did not live up to expectations. Really bummed about that. Two and a half stars for me. I think Cass gave it. Yeah, Cass gave it a bum grade too. I didn't grade even it. Didn't even uh, grade it so. Tommaso Ciampa and and, and Cross loved this though. Loved how short it was. Thought the package for both guys was great. Four stars for me. A solid A there too. And now here we are. Uh, right before the main event, we had. It was good to see Renee Young, even though she's like grossly underutilized at this point. I don't even know what she was talking about. Probably a post-show thing. Uh, oh yeah, the Facebook Live thing with Triple H. Like that's what they have her doing now. Probably because of Moxley. Uh, it just sucks yeah, for her yeah. that they're just sitting on her contract and underutilizing so her because of Moxley. And she's you know the that's best why. They
1: have yeah, that
0: absolutely, position. she is. And, and honestly, it's like, dude, if I'm them, like, why don't you, dude, push her to the moon? Like, that's such a Vince thing, though. Vince is moon, so. Only two things can happen. She's super talented, right? So you have a good product, right? And then maybe, maybe some of your good faith will put you back in the good graces of Moxley. Maybe he'll come back and have a big a big coup for you. The, the, one of the biggest AEW stars in a few years just goes back. Like, man, that would be right. incredible, right? But instead, you bury her. So you know what's going to happen? She's going to leave. And she's going to go to AEW. And she's going to be a coup for them. So to me, like, this whole – it's so counterproductive. Like, it's so counterproductive. Yeah, because even so if you bent. build her up and then she still ends up leaving – it doesn't matter. You got the good product yeah. out of her. You know what I'm saying? Like silly, yeah, silly.
1: Yeah, so Vince. You're exactly right. You you even if she leaves, you still got to get what you can out of her because she <laughs> that's them being too it's ignorant so and like stupid and and, and, and petty. It's her, petty. And petty, petty. Yeah. And even because you have something that's great, Ooh. whether or not she's going to leave, get it out of her now. She'll give you 100% cuz she's a professional, obviously it looks like. So I I really, but it's classic she, Vince.
0: I really classic. wish you would give me 100%. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley versus Man. Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. I want to uh, know where you're the, at.
1: I know where I'm okay. at. On. Okay.
0: So well, this one on.
1: really. Okay. No, no, no go, go on. No, wait, hold on. No, no, no go, wait. Okay, you can go.
0: Okay, yeah. So uh, this one was like one that really surprised me. Uh, I don't, I don't know why, because I love all of these performers, but maybe I, honestly, I was a little bit hurt that this was the main event, because I was like, okay, like all right, I get it. Like you know, the women's the women's title, like she's got, she's the highest profile, but like I did feel like some of these angles were bigger than this. Uh, like Velveteen Dream and Cole was the biggest thing to me still. Uh, even Gargano and Lee, I could understand them headlining. That's kind of why I said this. I was like – and not, not to say that, like, oh, these women do, don't deserve to be in the main event. That's not what I'm saying. It just, I was like – I didn't expect it to be the main event. Uh, so, again, expectations are just where they are, and so that's naturally going to have an effect on me. So that's why I was kind of surprised because I do love all of these performers. But, dude, from the bell, I was no longer mad or, like, upset. It was so yes. fluid. It never felt awkward. There's so many times where we talk about, like, the third man having to just stand out or sell something way too long than they have to. And they would, like, yeah. they would try to do – Like, things in between. Like, if they're trying to do a chain wrestling spot, like, all of a sudden, Charlotte would go over and kick Io again. So it made more sense for her to stay. You know what I'm saying? Like, little things that, like, you don't ever really see in triple threat matches that made a lot of sense. Like, dude, this was a really, really good match, man. Like, I thought it was fantastic. Um, Io Shirai is just, like, I am absolutely in love with her. I think she's fantastic. I, I, She can do no wrong to me. Uh, I think that she's the best Japanese talent they've ever had ever mm-hmm. including Asuka including Kyrie, Sane I think that she's incredible man and essentially that bump off the roof wow dude and she got the win dude shock of the night so once you have that shock and a show stealer at the end man my jaw was on the floor I was just mesmerized by this match four and a half stars like I, I wasn't ready to give it five because it's a triple threat but four and a half stars for me Triple threats you just I don't feel like you can have a five star triple threat. If you can, it's WrestleMania 20, but if yeah. not then you know it's really hard. Yeah, I, I think Yeah,
1: man, I think it's close. I, I'll get there. That's one of my notes comparing it to 20, but uh man, I think it I, I think it's really cool. I, it, it's still surprising to me to have a women's match in the main event. And it's like it's, you yeah, know, it wasn't that good, long though. ago we were calling I mean, Divas. We need to
0: get used to it, dude. Yeah. You know it's, just, like,
1: it's but I'm just being honest. It's like no, oh, I wow. agree. You I know? agree. That's, yeah. And it, but it makes a lot of sense. You got Flair in there, and I think Charlotte Flair is as much of a main event on NXT as she is on a uh, Raw or SmackDown be or be or even WrestleMania. WrestleMania, huh?
0: She's going to be the next Intercontinental Champion.
1: Maybe. Maybe she will
0: hold I mean, a men's title. She's
1: legitimate. I don't even know if I want to go that route if she even well, needs she said to. said it,
0: and she now I mean, they're making an angle out of it.
1: Oh well, if they so, she uh, said like, it, and yeah, I mean, but I thought this was a great match, a lot of big spots, and and then the best spot of the night was the one you said, uh, with the dive off of the, the house, the in your house, um. She also, you know, got the got the got the win. She's got the win, everybody. I just said that. She also got the win, and she deserved it. Um, she's like you said, win. she and she's been in the mix now for a while. She's been yeah. in the mix now for a while. So it's I like it. I like that though. Like I like uh, sometimes in, in NXT, I find that they kind of give them the title. Quick, actually, all of WWE, they're giving they give people the 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 title rather quickly, whether it's the men's world title or the women's world title. They they kind of just pass that around. I like that she kind of had to wait a little bit longer than than most. Um, but I'd say, man, this is the best triple threat main event title match since or triple. This is the best triple threat like title main match since since Sean Benoit and Triple H. It really is. I mean, I haven't seen a triple threat match that was had a title on the line for a main event. I can't remember one other than that one. And I say that means a lot for this match. I really I really do. They protected Flair uh as as Ripley takes the pin. Um it it would have it would have been way cooler if she would have got to pin Flair.
0: But, yeah, but they got bigger plans for her. But
1: I realize, and it, and, and I she did know a lot why. for the brand
0: just coming back right. down and getting the title. Exactly. So that's a, yeah.
1: that's, but that's my next point. It Great way ma- to make it work. It, it makes sense, and you still make it work. I'm just saying that the fact that I love, uh, uh, sh- how do you say her name? Sharia, 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 Sharia law, Sharia law is a bad thing. Sharia. Um, Sharia. Um, Shiri. Um, I think it would have been cool for her to get the pin on Flair, but it does make sense. Like we're saying, yeah. Yeah. she still gets a win. she gets that moonsault that looked rough because, uh, Sherry's body hit Ripley on the head, not an ideal spot for your body to hit on a moonsault, but kind of like crushed her right there. But I love the match. I gave it an A plus. I mean, I-, I haven't seen a better triple threat match since, Sean. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: No, no. I mean, four and a half stars to me is an A+. I would say five yeah. stars is like changed my life or, oh, ch- or yeah. like a match I will remember forever. Like, oh, yeah. But uh, it's my
1: A-plus of the night. It's the match. Other than the Finn Balor. I say if you're going to watch one match, watch Finn Balor or watch this one. I mean, they're both amazing. But this this took it for me. This this was my match.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would say, I mean, all, all around, I would say the, the best matches were the Finn Balor match for sure. The Lee and, and Gargano match was great as well. Uh, bell to bell at least even though so if you're just watching the match yeah I might watch that one for sure Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross also got four stars for me I mean overall like dude like we sing the praises of AEW and we want them to succeed but they are fresh and it's not fair for us to compare them to something that's been established like NXT but when you go down and actually look right. at the grades here like every single time there's a takeover like the worst match on my entire list here is two stars like yeah. how many like nostalgia shows that we've done when the business was booming that we were like negative one, one star, dud, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, we've done a lot of those and it's like, dude, NXT is just that damn good, man. Like they deserve to be where they are. I'm really excited to see where they go, the direction of things. I'm really excited to see how they're gonna uh, start doing Fighter Fest next month with AEW splitting it up on TNT. Uh, that that's gonna be a really fun one to cover once we get there. Man, so overall. NXT In Your House, big thumbs up from Daniel. I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably a big thumbs up from you too, Cass.
1: Uh I mean, yeah, How do you? They're so consistent. They're so good, like you were saying. Uh, they prove time and time again why they're the best brand in wrestling right now. I really do believe. Yeah, thumbs up.
0: Two thumbs absolutely, up. Absolutely. Absolutely big thumbs up. And that's going to do it here for us this week. We covered NXT In Your House. Man, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we're only doing two weeks out from now on just to kind of make sure uh, we have fun with it and keep this show, yeah. like, interesting just for the two old dudes behind their mics. Like, hey one now. that wants to talk to you on your podcast feed. So, this this is our new, the new best wrestling podcast on the weekend. That's us. We're, yes. gonna, we're coming out on Saturdays from now on. Really excited about that. Really excited about the new format that we have going on here. Um, so, next week, we're going to be covering uh, Backlash, you know, because that will be coming this upcoming weekend for us. Uh, and I'm really excited about it. I guess when you're hearing this, it'll be the next day. You'll be hearing, you'll yeah. be, you know, watching Backlash. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm really, I'm really, how are you feeling about watching Backlash? We're going to see, quote, unquote, the greatest wrestling match of all time and Edge and uh, Randy Orton. Yeah, kind of I a- think little... I, they shouldn't
1: have done that. But, oh, okay, I, yeah. they have started yeah. that thing. Yeah, I'm excited. I, th- I think they, I think, my prediction is we're going to be surprised. It'll be surprisingly better than we're thinking it's going to be.
0: I hope so, too. I, hope I think so they too. have it in them. I mean, Money in the Bank was surprisingly pretty decent pay-per-view overall. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then the week after, so two weeks out, we are going to do, as we discussed, we're going to do the first ever kfa Comparisons Happy Hour. It's going to be 12 total hey beers, now. 20 total questions. We will have uh, a six-pack each, and we will each yeah. pick ten questions. Uh, we will not talk to each other about the questions beforehand. If you get the questions wrong, you have to take at least three chugs of your beer. We will Sounds keep good. points as well, so Love by you. the end of the show, whoever has lost will have to finish their six-pack. Hey now! Yeah, it's gonna be a I good hope, time. Uh, you might want to go ahead and just call out of work, like hey. the next morning, because you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be sitting <laughs> rough. I'm going to have you drinking a whole six-pack of beer in like an hour, hour and a half. So. Oh, God. Yeah, it's going to happen, bro. We're going to get silly. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. I'm really excited. Hopefully, you guys will join us. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review if you're on Apple Podcasts. Please be sure to also follow us on our socials at kfabe.com. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're a Spotify user, be sure to follow us there as well. That's going to do it for me. I am Mr. Know-It-All Daniel John Schaefer. He is the KG Cast Lush.
1: Hey now, everybody. We're out,
0: people.